Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rose, and welcome to episode 160. Yes, 100 straight weeks of the Xbox and 10 podcast. Your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all are in an Xbox-related fun fact together. The show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. Xboxin10.com, no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxin10. To start, let's talk game releases. The big game out last week and on Xbox Game Pass is the highly reviewed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. The games coming out this week include the Elder Scrolls Online High Isle, Shadowrun Trilogy, Shadowrun Dragonfall Director's Cut, Shadowrun Returns, Shadowrun Hong Kong Extended Edition, Broken Mind, Fall Guys, can't wait, Fire Girl, Hack and Splash Rescue DX, Y Pizza, Sonic Origins, Strategic Mind the Pacific, AI, The Somnium Files, Nirvana Initiative, A Winter's Daydream, Capcom Fighting Collection, Madison, Hetsune Miku Jigsaw Puzzle, and Urban Flow. Now to last week's biggest news stories, and we have six to cover this week. Number one, Xbox Games Showcase Extended 2022, everything announced and shown. Ryan Dinsdale at IGN writes, The Xbox Game Showcase Extended has now wrapped up and is as intended, we got extended looks at a ton of games featured in its main showcase on Sunday. But as this Pete Hines discussed Starfield, Redfall, and Fallout 76, Playground Games gave a deep dive into its upcoming Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels DLC, and we got a new gameplay from small titles including Aura, History Untold, and Pentiment. GSC Game World also shared that the opening of Stalker 2 alongside a developer diary showing that what it's like to work on a game amid the Ukraine conflict. Another surprise announcement came in the form of confirmation that hit PC game Valheim is coming to Xbox next year, following it being released on PC Game Pass this fall. So let's run through these announcements. I'm going to give a little more in depth to some, or just read the headlines for others. Valheim is coming to Xbox. The show opened with an announcement trailer for Valheim on Xbox, the game's first platform outside of PC. Valheim was confirmed to be coming to PC Game Pass yesterday, but following a handful of gameplay clips, Microsoft also confirmed that it was coming to console. The game will be released this fall for PC Game Pass and will make its way to Xbox One and Series in Spring 2023. The Steam, Microsoft Store, and Xbox versions of Valheim will be fully crossplay. But as this Pete Hines came on to talk about Redfall, Fallout, and Starfield, Naraka Blade Point got a deep dive. Aura History Untold received its first gameplay. Obsidian Entertainment discusses Grounded as they head towards their 1.0 release. They went into details about how Microsoft Flight Simulator is celebrating its 40th anniversary with free DLC. Rick and Morty co-creator Justin Rowland discusses High on Life, in which they talked about their game being Triple I instead of Triple A. A surprise announcement, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre is coming to Xbox Game Pass Day 1. Brief trailer for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre revealed the Dead by Daylight style game would arrive on Xbox Game Pass on its launch date. A slightly safer for all audience trailer was shown, but IGN has also been provided with the unrated Red Band trailer. Pentiment got a behind the scenes look. As Duskfall developer explains their social experience game. Very interested in that one. Slime Rancher 2 is coming to Xbox Game Pass on day one. Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels DLC got a deep dive and it looks very, very cool. Master Chief is coming to Fall Guys. I absolutely cannot wait to finally play Fall Guys on my Xbox. Minecraft Legends got discussed and fun fact from the showcase and all the trailers that were published to YouTube. This one had the most views. Stalker 2's opening revealed alongside Developer's Diary and how they're working through the Ukraine conflict. So in all in all, this was a showcase for the very nerdy and the very big Xbox fans like myself. 
going deeper into all the things that they showed at the Xbox Game Showcase proper on Sunday, but also with a few surprise announcements. Expectations were set accordingly and they accomplished what they wanted. Number two, ID at Xbox Summer Game Fest demo event heading your way. Jessica Ronald at Xbox Wire writes, at summertime, we've got another scorching hot lineup of game demos ready just for you. This will be our third ID at Xbox Summer Game Fest demo event as part of Jeff Keighley's Summer Game Fest promotion. Starting June 21st and running through June 27th, you'll be able to play over 30 demos of upcoming unreleased games for Xbox Series X and S and Xbox One. A few things to keep in mind. These demos will be only up in the Xbox dashboard for a week. Some might be republished to the demo channel later, but many will simply disappear at the end of the week, so check them out while you can. The developers would love to hear what you think. Hit them up on social media or through their websites. If you like the game, tell them. If you have constructive criticism, they would love to hear that too. These, quote, game demos, end quote, are not the norm. Typically, the demos you see in our demo channel are created after the game is completed or nearly completed. It represents an almost final to final version. Think of these as akin to, quote, show for demos, end quote, and not necessarily indicative of the final product. What that means is that you'll get to experience these games early, some way early, which is awesome since you'll have the chance to provide your feedback. You should also know that these games will continue to evolve and be polished as they near release. We'll announce the full list closer to June 21st, but here are some titles you want to keep in mind. Batora Lost Haven, Broken Pieces, Severed Steel, and Tiny Kin. I like that they do this every year. This was always something that we got to miss out on when we would watch E3 digitally over the years. Now we at least get to try some of these games. I've checked this out every year, and it's really cool, because some of the games that I'm on the fence on or haven't even heard, either says I'm going to buy these or I'm going to stay away. Number three, Starfield doesn't let you fly seamlessly from space to planet. That's really just not that important. Joe Scrabble's at IGN writes, Todd Howard has said that Starfield won't allow you to fly seamlessly from space to its 1,000 explorable planets, saying the feature is, quote, really just not important to the player, end quote, to justify the engineering work involved. Speaking to IGN after the gameplay reveal at the Xbox Bethesda Showcase, we asked Howard about his philosophy of saying yes to the player, or whether that meant the team has tried to implement every single idea it had for the game. Howard explained that while the player's philosophy was key to things like procedural generating 100 solar systems, allowing players to explore more freely than in previous Bethesda games, the team did say no to ideas that weren't deemed as crucial to the experience. He gave a key example. Quote, people have asked, can you fly a ship straight down to the planet? No, we decided early in the project that on surface is one reality, and then when you're in space, it's another reality, end quote. After the Starfield reveal, many commented on the game's seemingly similarities to fellow space exploration game No Man's Sky, to the point where the older game trended on Twitter. However, seamless planet landings were a big part of No Man's Sky's pitch ahead of their release, helping sell an idea that you were exploring a single gigantic open space. Howard ever saw a different need for Starfield, explained that the time spent on making that feature work didn't offer the payoff the team was looking for in terms of quality. Well, if you try to spend a lot of time engineering the in-between, like that segue, you're just spending a lot of time on something that's really just not that important to the player, end quote. Howard reasoned, quote, So let's make sure it's awesome when you're on the surface and awesome when you're in space, and those realities look and play as good as they can be, end quote. As we learned during a Sunday showcase, the game will feature over 1,000 planets to land on and explore, one of which may well be Earth. Starfield will arrive for Xbox and PC in 2023. I don't find this disappointing, and I think he explained it very well. Instead of working for this gimmick every time you go from land to space, why not focusing on making land really good and space really good? Can't really argue with it. I can't wait till we see more of this game. I'm extremely excited for it. I thought the presentation was very, very good. It needs to run a little bit better. 
maybe look a little bit better, but that I have plenty of time to optimize the game ahead of its launch next year. Number four, Bethesda will turn to Fallout 5 after Elder Scrolls 6. Heidi Nicholas at Your Achievements writes, While we've undoubtedly got a long wait ahead of us for the Elder Scrolls 6, it seems Fallout fans will be waiting even longer. Todd Howard confirmed that Bethesda will work on Fallout 5 after the Elder Scrolls 6. Speaking to IGN, Howard briefly discussed Bethesda's future plans and confirmed that the team will turn its attention to Fallout 5 after the Elder Scrolls 6. Quote, yes, Elder Scrolls 6 is in pre-production, you know, we're going to be doing Fallout 5 after that, so our slate's pretty full going forward for a while, end quote, Howard explained. Quote, we have some other projects that we look at from time to time as well, end quote. It was just last year that Todd Howard said the Elder Scrolls 6 was still in its design phase, and it's likely we've still got a long wait ahead of us for the game, so Fallout 5 is even further off on the horizon. In the meantime, of course, Bethesda is all about Starfield. It was just a few days ago that Starfield gameplay was showcased during the Xbox and Bethesda stream, and the sci-fi RPG isn't expected until next year. In other words, we best get used to waiting for Bethesda's upcoming games. So, while I get it, I kind of think it's unacceptable for the Fallout franchise. Someone else needs to be working on a Fallout game if it's going to take at least, let's say, 8 years being conservative for this game. Will that be on an entirely new generation of consoles? Will we all be playing in the cloud? They have to very least remaster and or preferably remake Fallout 3 in New Vegas. You can have a different team or developer or outside studio do that. We cannot wait that long to play another mainline Fallout game. Unacceptable. Number 5. Overwatch 2 ditches loot boxes but adds battle passes and a store. Cat Bailey at IGN writes, as Overwatch 2 prepares to go free-to-play, it will be introducing some major changes, including the removal of the loot boxes that were once a defining part of the original. During today's Overwatch 2 reveal, Stream Blizzard announced that the upcoming sequel will be following in the footsteps of many other modern online games and introducing a battle pass. While Blizzard didn't offer many details, it did confirm that players will be able to unlock cosmetic items through both the battle pass and the in-game store. In addition, Overwatch 2 will feature weekly challenges in what Blizzard is calling, quote, competitive play 2.0, end quote. The introduction of the Battle Pass also means that Overwatch 2 will be doing away with an important part of its legacy, loot boxes. Quote, along with the free-to-play change, we're going away with loot boxes entirely, and quote. Lead Hero designer Jeff Goodman said during the stream, quote, we have a new Battle Pass model coming in, and we have a new store as well, so players have a lot more control over how they interact with the game and acquire new content, end quote. The changes all tie into Overwatch's 2 shift to a free-to-play model, joining Fortnite and many other modern shooters, in so doing, Blizzard is promising what it says is a robust roadmap with a regular cadence of content. However, it turns out Overwatch 2 figures to be a departure in substance, even if in form it resembles the original. Players will get to see for themselves just how different it will be when Overwatch's 2 beta commences June 28th ahead of its October 4th early access release. This is good. Goodbye loot boxes in every part of the industry. They were a horrible, cheap trick to get all of your money. I could not stand them. I'm excited to check this game out in the beta as long as I get in, otherwise in early access later this year. And number 6. Latest Forza Monthly Stream discusses Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels, Festival Playlist Series 9, and more. Zachary Body at Windows Central writes, Playground Games and Turn 10 Studios detail the near future of Forza across Horizon and Motorsport. What you need to know. Turn 10 Studios and Playground Games host Forza Monthly Streams to discuss the future of Forza. Forza Monthly June 2022 was packed with information on Forza Motorsport 2023, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels, and Forza Horizon 5 Series 9. The focus of the stream was on Forza Horizon 5, which is getting plenty of new cars, fixes, and improvements in the next festival playlist update. Co-op Horizon Stories, P. 
PC temporal anti-aliasing support, the last car pass cards, and more are all included. Forza is one of the most successful franchises of all time, and its future is looking incredibly bright with the continued evolution of Forza Horizon 5 and the upcoming release of Forza Motorsport 2023. During Forza Monthly June 2022, Turn 10 Studios and Playground Games discuss both games, especially what players can expect in the next month for FH5. Forza Horizon 5 is looking at a particularly busy next few weeks with Playground Games gearing up for its release of the first Forza Horizon 5 DLC expansion, Hot Wheels, on July 19, 2022. The expansion will include a ton of new content for players to explore, including 4 new biomes, 10 new cars, and a standalone campaign, and much more. Additionally, Series 9 of the Forza Horizon 5 Festival playlist arrives next week, with more new cars, a plethora of bug fixes and quality of life improvements, a handful of new features, and an overarching theme of Hot Wheels to usher in the expansion release immediately after its conclusion. Playground Games discuss all the following during the Forza Monthly June 2022, including Forza Horizon 5 Series 9 Hot Wheels, Forza Horizon 5 Festival Playlist Cars, Forza Horizon 5 Car Pass Cars, Co-op Horizon Stories, a huge number of bug fixes and quality of life improvements, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheels, including a plethora of fresh content, Forza Horizon 5 Hot Wheel Cars, other additional Hot Wheel Cars, and more. Turn 10 Studios opened the Forza Monthly Show to discuss Forza Motorsport 2023, although there wasn't a ton of new information to glean from the conversation, which is more summarizing information that was scattered across the last year of announcements. However, Forza Motorsport Creative Director Chris Asaki did confirm some new tidbits, including Every track in Forza Motorsport 2023 is built from the ground up to take full advantage of the game's new systems and models, including dynamic time of day, lighting, and weather systems on every track. Real-time ray tracing is fully enabled in-game during races, as opposed to other racing games like Forza Horizon 5 and Gran Turismo 7, which limits ray tracing to specific modes. Five tracks have already been shown, while many more are slated to be shown in the near future. Nearly 40 cars have already been shown, with many more to be shown in the future. Turn 10 Studios is focusing on modern, motorsport-centric cars with Forza Motorsport 2023, and the cars that have been shown reflect this focus. The studio is planning a deep dive in the game's car list ahead of launch. A lot of news there for you racing fans, I had to include it. These games are going to be, and are, very, very big games and very, very popular. Just not for me. Every year I play about an hour, hour and a half just to see how damn pretty it looks. And that's about it. Just not a racing game fan, I used to love Burnout back in the day, Underground, just like everyone else. I am very intrigued by the Hot Wheels DLC. It just looks so fun and kind of gives me vibes of those GTA races back in GTA Online. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox. And in an unfun story for my week, I had to send my Series 2 Elite controller in for controller drift a second time, costing me $99. Not happy about that. Let's do a fun fact on how long it takes for an Xbox controller to wear out. Did you know an Xbox controller wears out only after 3 million presses? Fun fact. How about that? 3 million presses. How long does it take you to do that? How many presses do you put on your controller every time you play, let's say, a 3-hour session? Who knows? Just like how many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop? Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please subscribe to your favorite podcast service. Do me a favor, share it with your friends, and please, please, please leave a review. Follow on all social media at Xbox and 10. This past week, I finished up my playthrough of KOTOR 1. Absolutely love that game. Probably my top 10 and one of my favorite RPGs of all time. So I started KOTOR 2, which is the game I think I've only played through in its entirety once, and that was many years ago. So I've been exciting because it's almost like a fresh experience. I jumped into Destiny 2 to continue my seasonal content, and I even checked out, finally, Crossfire X. I gotta say, I thought the multiplayer was kind of fun. Maybe I just got into some good matches where I was performing well, but I didn't think it was that bad like everyone said. 
My name is Brian Rosie. You can follow me on Xbox at Brosie93. Hope you have a great week. Stay safe and keep on gaming.